Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Season 4, Episode 62 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us once again today as we conclude this week's study of this week's Come Follow Me materials covering Genesis chapters 24 to 27 in the week of February the 21st to February the 27th. And today, um, like I mentioned, we're going to finish with chapter 27. Um, this is one of the more uh, intriguing accounts of this week, I think, where we have Isaac uh, determined to give his blessings, his final blessings to his sons, uh, Esau and Jacob. Um, in verse 4, Isaac says to, Jacob, uh, to Esau, Make me savoury meat such as I love and bring it to me, that I may eat, that my soul may bless thee before I die. And Rebekah heard this, of course, uh, and was concerned. Now, what's interesting here is that, for, first of all, um, we have an account here of Rebekah seeking perhaps to do something different to what Isaac seems to be tending to do, to be tending to do. I mean, for a start, we don't actually know um, if Isaac is intending to give the birthright blessing to Esau. I mean, I suppose that if we take the fact that Rebecca and Isaac, as we know from the story, uh, take of hairy garments and put them on um, Jacob, and then Jacob takes venison that Rebecca has prepared into Isaac, he is... Tra- in, in basically deceiving Isaac that he is Esau. And then the fact that Isaac gives um, this supposed Esau or gives Jacob the birthright blessing. And then when Esau returns and asks for the blessing, um, then uh, you know that, that is obviously what he is intending to do. So the question then remains, well, why was it right for Rebekah and, um, and Jacob to deceive Isaac? Um, even when uh, Jacob returns, notice how um, Isaac is still to like, tries to make sure because he can't see he is blind uh, that this is indeed Esau. In verse twenty six, it says, "And his father Isaac said unto him, Come near now and kiss me, my son." Um, and so, but Rebecca has done such a good job at kind of making sure that Jacob does seem as Esau and even smells like him. Um, in verse 27 it mentions then he gives the blessing but then of course Esau comes back uh, and for, for the blessing uh, and in verse 32 it says and Isaac his father said unto him who art thou and he said I am thy son my firstborn Esau and Isaac trembled very exceedingly and said who where is he that hath taken venison and brought it to me and I have eaten it all before thou camest and have blessed him yea and he sh- and he shall be blessed but notice when um, Esau becomes upset when he realises that Jacob has supplanted him, as interestingly his name suggests. Um, it isn't the birthright that he isn't most frustrated about. Um, in verse 36, he says, And he said, Is it not he rightly named Jacob? For he hath supplanted me these two times. He took away my birthright. And now, and behold, now he hath taken, taken away my blessing. And he said, Hast thou not reserved a blessing for me? And Isaac answered and said unto Esau, Behold, I have made him thy lord, and all his brethren I have given to him uh, for servants, and with corn and wine have I sustained him, and what shall I do now unto thee, thy son? Um, Even, you know, in this very difficult situation where, let's remember, Esau did sell his birthright and despised his birthright and married outside of the covenant. 
so, you know, he, all the actions he's taken means that he is trying to move himself away from this potential birthright blessing. Um, even now, um, there is a desire from Esau to receive a blessing from his father. Um, and Isaac does give Esau a blessing. Um, in verse 39 to 40, it says, Behold, thy dwelling shall be the fatness of the earth and of the dew of the heaven from above. And by thy sword shalt thou live, and shalt serve thy brother, and it shall come to pass that when, th when thou shalt have dominion, thou shalt break his yoke from off thy neck. Um, he, he receives a blessing, and there is some fantastic things in that blessing, but of course he is blessed to serve his brother, which is of course what the Lord um, pr prophesied to Rebekah would happen. Um, and es Esau hates Jacob because of this blessing, wherefore his father blessed him. Uh, and of course, we will continue the experience of these two brothers uh, as we go into the next weeks of our study. Uh, but when um, when Rebecca realizes, you know, the anger and the hatred that Esau has, she suggests to her son that he flees um, until his brother's anger is turned away. And isn't that interesting that she believes that one day his brother's anger will be turned away? In verse 45, she says, until thy brother's anger turn away from thee, and he forget that which thou hast done unto him, then I will send and fetch thee from thence. Why should I be deprived also of you both in one day? It seems that perhaps Rebecca realizes now that Esau is going to be lost to her, at least for a time, uh, with the anger and the hatred that he has toward um, Jacob. Uh, and so this is um, a very um, important, but a very um sad day for her uh, and so she sends Jacob away uh, and in Esau and Jacob do not meet for a number of years so this is um, obviously kind of the overview of what happens but I do want to focus on this question of the deception that takes place here because of course some may find that concerning uh, that this is something which seems to be right in the sight of God that Rebecca and Isaac deceive Jacob uh, not Rebecca and Isaac Rebecca and Jacob deceive Isaac. Um, I, I suppose, first of all, we have to remember that there are also equally troubling, if not more equally, uh, if not even more troubling accounts of commandments or morals that are broken uh, to further the work of the Lord. For example, uh, one that comes very quickly to mind is, of course, Nephi slaying Laban. That would have been, that was, if, if, we're, if we're more concerned about um, Jacob and Rebekah deceiving Isaac, we should probably think a bit more about Nephi killing Laban. And of course, we have talked about that in the past on the podcast, and we have discussed about ancient customs and about the Lord's will and about um, actions of Laban and all the factors that came into play with that. Um, so this, in my view, should probably not be as concerning as perhaps we think it might be. However, um, let us review what has been ha what has happened here. Rebecca in Genesis twenty five was told clearly in a direct revelation to her that Jacob was to be the covenant son that she that he was to receive the birthright blessing. We know that Esau had despised that birthright blessing, had sold it to Jacob, and had married Canaanite wives who, of course, um, would not be able to continue the covenant blessings that were available in the Abrahamic covenant at this moment. Um, of course, now it is different. We are all able to be adopted into the house of Abraham, into the house of Israel, uh, when we are baptized. But at this moment, this was not the case. They had to continue that lineage. Um, and again, 
policy doctrines and the way things work change with the, the way the world is. And so that is understandable. Uh, also, we know that the blessing had been given to Jacob by Isaac. Isaac could have revoked that blessing. Um, he could have said, well, OK, well, that blessing doesn't is not right. I'm going to give you the birthright blessing. But of course, in Genesis 27, 33, he says he shall be blessed. He once he realized it was Jacob, he accepted that this was the will of the Lord. Um, as I already mentioned, uh, Esau actually wasn't arguing that he shouldn't have the birthright blessing. He was arguing and upset because he had taken the, the blessing that was given uh, to Jacob rather than the birthright um, that was given. Um, we also know um, that in numerous places uh, in the Old Testament, there have been Joseph Smith translations, which have changed the outlook or the the indication of how it looks in the story. Of course, um, with this part of the, gen of the Genesis account, we don't have any Joseph Smith translation um, edits. And so perhaps there are maybe things in the story which aren't as clear or as correct as they can be, or as they could be. Um, and of course, um, it could just well be that this is exactly how it happened. This is exactly a lesson that we need to learn from, that people are not perfect. And even Rebecca and Isaac, you know, had their faults in the way, in the way they deceptively worked um, against Isaac to, to make sure the birthright and the blessing went to Jacob. All of these things take into account the fact that this is an experience to learn from. And whilst I'm not going to sit here on this podcast and say this means that therefore you are okay to lie, um, it does suggest that there are some instances and circumstances where the law directs and the spirit directs and it has to be a direct revelation and it has to be for, um, you know, fulfilling of his word and it has to be, um, you know, correct in the sight of God that all these things um, work before you. Now, again, of course, honesty and integrity are quality Christ-like attributes and qualities and they should ring true within our hearts and our minds. Um, and so that is obviously something which we should always take away from this. And perhaps that Isaac and Rebecca were at fault uh, for some in some ways for this. But we know that due to Isaac's reaction, due to the Lord's direction to Rebecca and so on, that this was right and that Jacob was to move forward with his blessing uh, and to continue this lineage as he loved um, and desired clearly the birthright and Esau despised it. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope you've enjoyed the study. And indeed, this week has been a really interesting week of study. Uh, please do join us tomorrow for our Monday episode where we'll um, share any listener comments we've got and anything else that's been studied. Um, thank you for your time. And until we meet again.